Oh my goodness. That doesn't look like a good roll. It's not. <laughs> what was it? The five plus one for six total. So for unstable form on a miss, you're not who you intended to be. The keeper will tell you who you are and for how long, up to 48 hours. You start to shrink and then you feel something go wrong. You feel your thoughts become distracted and you begin to grow again and grow and you can't stop it. No, 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 no. After just a moment, you're ace. And for the next 12 hours, you will continue to be ace. And Ace is still a fugitive, right? Ace is still a fugitive. Well, fuck. Grab that person's glasses and pull them off of their face, and you see two empty, raw eye sockets. Whoa, gay. Wow. It almost looks like a piece of glass or a piece of fiberglass or something like that. And it is squirming out of the eye socket and like off the side of the nose and falls onto the floor. Um, uh, do you see that? Can we, is it, can we, do you have a thing to grab it? Do you know how bronzer sometimes it has like a little, like it has a box shape? Sure. Okay. I think Nami would have that in a bag on her or something. Okay. And okay. so she's going to try to scoop it. Nami, you reach down and scoop this little thing into this this jar and seal the lid, and you see it kind of squirming around inside. Icky! <laughs> Nami. Yes? In the darkness, another sword catches light, and you see painted in the pink flame this figure. You were derelict in your duties and I challenge you to combat. And then she charges at you. I'm gonna attack her. Why didn't you return after your mission, Nami? I had to fix it. We needed you. I I needed to fix we it. We needed you. The garden's gone, Nami. It's gone. That, 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 that. Dranya, she's not dead yet, but she will be soon. Do you have any idea what you did? Nami's going to that support group. The only reason I was here was so I could fix it, but I can't fix something that I already broke so much. That's not true. We're working on fixing it right now. How? 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 Dranya needs something to survive. The garden is devastated. She needs something that will allow her to continue to live and if we're right there's something here in Norfolk that can do that I felt that too that's why I came here in the first place hey rabbit yeah Nami's on the way and Kelly's like wrapping bandages around (laughs) rabbit's face (laughs) hiding the aceness of it all that's great Okay. Yeah, Nami, I've got a burn victim here. They need to get into the hospital <laughs> snap. Ah! Uh, uh, please! Can we just go in? Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast with Q-Times. I'm your GM, Sam, and I use he, him pronouns. Today, we are continuing arc two of season two of our Monster of the Week game by Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions. This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is being eaten by the much larger city 
which is hemmed it in with highways and rapid expansion. There are a couple of tenets that we're all going to be trying to stick to as part of the recording of this show, which are number one, show the community, show your connection to it, show where it comes together and where it is fraying. And number two, show the world of the myriads, show how the world is different now in ways both complex and mundane. Players. Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I'm playing Kelly Aberdeen, he, him, the Crooked Playbook. Hello, I am Jonas Newhouse, generally they, them pronouns, and I am playing Rabbit Moon, he, they, at all, uh, the shape changer. Hi, I'm Sam, she, they, and I'm playing Nami, the divine playbook, she, her. Kelly and Rabbit, it is going to be a while before Nami gets here. And as you hang up the phone, Kelly, and continue wrapping these bandages around Rabbit, I want to know what your plan is. All right, so I'm going to go in. I'm going to steal a a doctor's uniform. I've done this before. And then uh, I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to be like, this is my patient. This is my patient. Everybody get out of my way. I got to take me to emergency room six. Stat. I'm going to do stuff like that. Rabbit. Are you? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I can still. I, I, I'm only pretty sure I use my ears to hear anyway. It's fine that they're covered. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm doing all that stuff, and you're going like, like ah. Or you can be quiet. Like if you want to be like completely silent. Like, I mean, I think that would be pretty intimidating for people, you know. And so I can take you through. We're gonna go until like you know people are leaving us alone or something. Wait, if I if I'm coming through, do you think other doctors are gonna try to help me? You think a nurse in my gonna... experience impersonating people, that's very possible. It's also possible that, I mean, uh, you know, any one of the doctors that you meet could have a pretty good recollection of the other people that are working at least tonight, you know? So I don't know. You, you should have a backup plan in case you get recognized as not a doctor. Wait, maybe we don't call attention to ourselves then. That would be a good plan. I would say probably not drawing attention to ourselves seems right. If I if I go in, I steal the 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 costume. Is that it's what they outfit. call it? Uniform. Uniform. Well, doctors, doctors. I'm gonna get robes. the white coat. I'm not doing. I'm not doing this plan without the white coat. Like it, they, just it's just look. like a coat. It's like the doctor's coat. I mean, it's like the doctor's coat. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna put it. There's on. like another word for this. Uh, lab coat. Lab coat. Well, they're not like scientists. no, because that's like. Well, they. Are, I think they are. Oh, are they like medical scientists? I think so. So I'm going to take this coat. I'm going to put it on. We're going to be quiet. We're going to go in all nonchalant like, and you're going to be my. I'll be your patient. patient. And I'll be like, ah. Yeah. I was about to say suspect. The I'm doctor getting with wired. the coat. <laughs> <laughs> my wires are crossed. I, Wait, you could be my suspect. Maybe I steal a police uniform. <laughs> I, okay. I go, also in my experience. Because who's going to mess with the police inside of a doctor's office? Like, yeah, but if they do, from I mean, if if you do get cop for that, I think it's worse than getting cop in person to get doctor, right? I I feel like I would defer to you on that, but that that's my memory. Okay, this is fair. From now on, I'm decrypted, though. Just so you know, when I when I'm gonna put on, I'm gonna don a mask. I'm gonna Ooh. put on like a surgeon's hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna Whoa, have the white wait, coat on. Really. Yeah, well, do, uh, refer to me as the cryptid, like if be, if like if we're caught, don't don't uh, just call me Doctor Cryptid. Are you gonna be dressed as a cryptid <laughs> in a doctor's uniform, no, I'm Kelly? Gonna, I'm gonna be covering myself up so that people can't see who I am, and then uh, and so I'm gonna need you to like, even when we feel like we're alone, or oh, or anything. Okay. 
I'm going to need you to saying. refer to me as the cryptid because so that's. I understand. It's, it, so you're not going to look like Kelly or the cryptid. You're going to look like, no, you're going to look like a doctor. I'm going to look like a doctor. I'm going to look like Dr. Banji. Dr. Banji? Okay. I, Banji? And what am I in for? Burns. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> this plan couldn't possibly fail. <laughs> That's so not true, Kelly, but I am at your back. All right, Kelly. You are you are <laughs> so step one of this plan sounds like steal a doctor's uniform or coat or whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, I would say so. Like dressed up, dress myself up like a doctor. You know what it sounds like to me, Sam? It sounds like step one is to break into a secure location. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. This is the secure location. Sure. It, it I, I mean, is. at least where, where they You don't where think a doctor's are... office, you don't think a morgue is a secure location, Sam? Okay. I think, oh my God, I've got rid of well, morgue. You all, you all heard it here first, folks. Sam doesn't think dead bodies need to be protected from uh, outdoor people. How disrespectful. <laughs> outdoor people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people who are outdoors. Anyone who's not currently <laughs> in the morgue. Civilians. <laughs> I think a morgue is a secure location. And I also think a, a locker where someone has kept their doctor's coat is a secure location. I don't think a hospital is a secure location. But it becomes a secure location if I'm trying to get past the places I'm not supposed to go. Yeah. I, hey, listen, I'm going to let you roll this. I'm not going to fight you on <laughs> All right, I'm going to walk in with this. a hoodie on. I'm going to be like, you know, kind of. Uh, is Rabbit waiting outside? Is yeah. it Rabbit's? Yeah. Is it Rabbit's hoodie? Because y'all switched clothes. Yeah. That's wait, right. Wait. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. So you're wearing Rabbit's hoodie. Yeah. Rabbit's blue hoodie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're, you're like, actually, in episode 10, Rabbit said that he was wearing a fucking jacket. <laughs> um, I got he was wearing a scarf and a bowler well, hat. Actually, hold on. No, I want to correct. He was smoking a cigar and hey, twisting his mustache. It's Ace's hoodie. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Right, it is right. Ace's hoodie. Yeah, that's true. And and we all remember. In episode Ace, 12. <laughs> in, ep in episode 7. Oh. Ace was wearing a really baggy hoodie. We all remember. Everyone remembers that. Audience, you remember that. Even if you, you know don't what? remember Episode it. Episode 7 is the one that. that's coming out next. Here, Sam. <clears throat> hey, it's me, Sam. Ace is wearing a big hoodie that'll become important later. There you go. Let's put that into Episode 7, Sam. Let's just toss it. Okay, that. I'll drop that right in. Um, you want me to roll, baby? Yeah, make this roll. <laughs> Okay, well, it didn't go the greatest, but <laughs> it, it was fine. Actually, no, wait. I got a four and a two, which is a six. Okay. Um, and I have plus three sharp. So far, sharp. that's bad. Okay, um, that's much I better. I have plus three sharp, you fool, uh, which brings it to a nine. And guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to get that plus one from acting off trust my gut. <laughs> yeah, so it's a totally 10. true. That's right. I win against the GM today. I win, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> You've won monster of the week. I'll remember that next time you roll a, <laughs> you roll a failure. Sam will remember this. <laughs> Sam will remember this. Okay. So on a 10 plus pick three. So which one, which one are you not doing? 
Let's see. Yeah, so um, get in undetected, get out undetected. You don't leave a mess. You find what you were after. Well, yeah, I think this... I, I mean, I agree with you that I have to split these rolls up. I can't just, like, roll once and the plan succeeds. So mm-hmm. I I think this is me getting in and getting the the lab coat. <laughs> yeah. What is it called? <laughs> the I think doctor's it's just called uniform. a doctor's coat. Doctor's coat, yeah. As this is happening... Could could Moat go with Kelly as a possible distraction if I want to roll help out later? That's the kind yes. of thing that, that might yeah. okay, cool. Absolutely. That's a cool that, idea. Very kind that's of you, cool. Sam. That's yeah. using your noggin and gravity. Thank you. And that's and that's called using gravity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the classic. Uh, Sam. I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna get in undetected. I'm gonna get out undetected and I'm gonna find what I was after. All right, that means you're going to leave a mess. Yes, it does. We The okay. mess you're going to leave, Kelly, is that as you break into the area where these coats are kept in the individual lockers, you are trying to break into one of the lockers and it is not going super well and you hear footsteps coming your way and you just smash the lock. You just you just break <laughs> you just fully break the lock fully yeah, off right. of the locker and then open the like locker door just as someone walks in so that they completely miss seeing you and you grab the lab coat and shut the door right as they walk around the corner and then head straight back out of the locker room. Hell cool. yeah. And I want to be clear, I'm wearing like full scrubs. I got the mm-hmm. jacket on. I'm going to have one of those caps on my head and I've got the mask covering my face. That's what I okay. look like. Okay. I'm so short. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, do you want like sunglasses or something? No. We are the shortest squad, I think. You I are, so you, short. it is short kings all around <laughs> over here. So then I come, I come back out completely dressed. Like I... I, I'm t- I'm starting to think like am I gonna have a little clip that's like that looks like a person? Yeah, yeah. Um, it says, hang on, let me let me pull up my my names here. Can I roll to have succeeded at, at like just out of luck? No bonus or anything out of luck getting someone who kind of matches my skin tone and looks sort of like me. Um. Hmm. Same eye color. Here's what I'm going to say. You did find what you were looking for. So I'm not going to make you roll for that. I think you part of you finding what you were looking for is finding a... In fact, you may have had to break a couple of locks in okay. this place. <laughs> I think that seems like a fair, a fair, like... <laughs> but you do have a, a little badge with a, a picture that looks vaguely similar to at Kelly. least at the mm-hmm. very least the person is sh- short and has like brown skin <laughs> yes in their ID photo they're kind of like down a little bit in the photo like you can only just barely see their collar and they have a similar skin tone too yeah so. cool well then I come back out I'm like okay now I'm gonna be changing my voice so if anybody talks to us I'm not gonna sound like this but don't get freaked out no I know you do that to us all the time, but don't get freaked out. I'm going to sound yeah. so freaking different, Rabbit. Okay, Kelly. I'll, I'll sound different, too. I mean, no, I feel like I already what? sound different. Wait, why would you, you need to sound different? Do you hear Ace or Rabbit right now? I hear Ace. Yeah. It's, but, it's but so like interesting. But like 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 Rabbit, though. Yeah, because I, I feel like I feel like Rabbit, but I know I'm Ace. You know? I mean, good. It's interesting. But I'm not, actually. I'm burned. You have burns. Maybe... You, 
hey, 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 maybe, maybe it was, it was so bad, like, maybe I don't even remember my name. And then if anybody asks, I don't have to make it up. Or I could just make up a name. Oh, yeah, no, you can't, you can't talk at all because, because of birds. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I can't talk at all. Okay. Yeah. You can talk, you to can me, talk for me. Okay. Yeah, I can talk quietly. When we're in private. Okay. So we're going in. Here we go. We're going to go. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, uh, Wait, I think you should keep it down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you can be in pain, like just some subtle groaning. Uh, uh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, so, Kelly, you're just walking in alongside Rabbit, right? Yes. Okay. Which entrance are you entering the hospital? The emer- emergency entrance. <laughs> okay. Then as soon as you walk through the doors, doctors stand up from their stations and begin to head towards you as they see you helping this person wrapped in bandages through the entrance. No, everybody, back off. Someone grabs a gurney from the hallway and begins to pull it out towards the two of you. No, you can't You can't come near. This is special, Burns. It uh, Contagious wh- Burns. Magical uh, Contagious Burns. Uh, Everyone's got to back off. Ma- magical? Yeah, we... I mean, damn it, doctors! We just ran into a myriad who did some special magic burns, and it's contagious. I got it on my, I got it on my leg, and we gotta get out of here. Move, move, move. Moat is gonna, <laughs> Moat's gonna be like inside the bandages, like torso, and start glowing. So there's this blue light that comes out from like the neck or like out of the face, basically. Kelly, this is manipulate someone for sure. Fuck my minus I am prepared one. to help out if I need to. Okay. Wait, can I, can this be break into a secure location? <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> You're not breaking in. You just walk through the front door. Okay. All right, here we go. I rolled double ones. I rolled double ones, like full, oh my God. full failure. It, William, this is, this is the start of our heist. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> So a two, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's uh, it's it was manipulated someone, so it's minus one. So, so it's, it's a, one. a one. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, <laughs> Kelly. Two things happen at once. The first thing is that you have walked into the emergency room, correct? Like you've you've walked in through the emergency. Yes, room. yes. There are people waiting here, and someone you see waiting in the emergency room is Simon Pip. And Simon Pip has only ever seen you in the cryptid outfit and in a doctor's uniform and recognizes the latter. The second thing that happens is that a doctor hurries out from a uh, room nearby. You see this is a shorter person with like curly short brown hair and a kind of Greek complexion. They have small horns protruding from their temples. And as they come out of this side room where you see that they were like putting on gloves or something, they say, oh, magic burns. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I got this. This is what they hired me for. And grabs rabbit from you and pulls them away deeper into the hospital. A cadre of of nurses and and doctors following along as Rabbit is put onto a gurney and wheeled deeper into the hospital. And as they're doing this, I, I want to be like, uh, no, yeah, now you see, I I I think that I'm the one most qualified to do this. Uh, please stop, uh, everybody. Hold on. Who are you? We, I'm Doctor Ban Banshee. They look they look down at your name tag and they say, Doctor. 
Banji's not on service right now. I'm I know I'm not. I saw I saw a person in need and a person in need is a person indeed. One of the nurses takes a step towards you, Kelly. Well, be careful. I do have the contagious magical burn on my on my leg, like I said. So you got to be careful. Your voice sounds a little weird. Well, that's rude. Can you take off your mask for me? Can I take off my mask in a hospital? You have uh, you don't know what kind of stuff I got going on. (laughs) The nurse like eyes you suspiciously and walks over towards the front desk of the emergency room and begins talking and gesturing back your way. Well, you know what? I see that everything's actually taken care of uh, around here. So, so damn it, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go see to another case. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna head back out. You all, you all seem to be doing great. You right there, especially. I see you taking notes. That's great. that's very good. Very good. I bet you have horrible penmanship. Am I right? Doctor joke, everyone. Okay. All right. Good work. It's you. It's all you, and I'm like backing out as I'm saying all this stuff. It's all you. You're the heroes. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You are pulled along on a gurney uh, by this this myriad doctor and his surrounding sort of accoutrement of other doctors further into the hospital. You go around a couple of corners and into a sort of holding room. It is just you. You can hear the doctors as they're pulling you along, talking amongst each other about being worried that your burns will spread to, you know, other other people in the hospital here. So they take you to this, this sort of private holding room. You are wheeled inside on the gurney, and for just a minute here, you are completely alone. Okay. What do you do? I'm alone in the hospital a hospital room, like correct. Like a regular, and and uh, is there a, a window to the outside from this hospital room? There is, though that the window does not open. Doesn't open. Okay. Is there something heavy in here <laughs> near the window? Yes, there is. Oh God. Do I want to make this worse or do I want to make this longer? <laughs> which, okay, here's even my thought. The longer I'm here, the more potential it has to get worse. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just gonna try to pick up like a, a hefty chair or like little side table or something. Hold on. Before I try to smash the window, let me let me do a quick little like like look look in detail at the window and see if I can tell is this going to be like non-breakable glass? Could I ostensibly break through this and am I on the first floor? Is mm-hmm. there like is there is there a, a way I could smash the window and get out of here? Does it seem to me? Yeah, I I think this is read a bad situation. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> this is a pretty bad situation. I am really trying you're, to read you're, it. You're not in a good situation. <laughs> okay, that is, a, that is a seven at least. Um, okay, on a seven so. and nine, hold one. So the questions are, as a reminder, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? I guess what's my best way out is really the question I'm looking for here. Rabbit. As you examine that window a little bit more closely, you see mm-hmm. that it is indeed bulletproof glass. Mm-hmm. If you want to get out of here, it's back through the door you came in through. And just as you realize this and begin to turn back towards that door, 
it swings open mm-hmm. and that myriad doctor walks in. They are wearing a long doctor's coat, which I looked it up. It is called a lab coat. You can okay, just call okay. it a lab coat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I figured. <laughs> they stride in wearing this lab coat and a pair of gloves and a mask and close the door behind them. Uh, Rabbit, as Ace, as burn victim, is going to just hold a hand out just in, in the universal gesture of, whoa, don't get closer. I'm dangerous. They like hold up their hands and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's, a, it's okay. We're going to help you. Mm-hmm. Could could you take a seat on the on the bed mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Rabbit makes a show of like moving along the wall opposite the doctor and like around the corner and sits on the furthest possible corner from the doctor that he can. The doctor like hands up splayed wide begins like walking towards you mm-hmm. and says, mm-hmm. "Could you tell me a little bit about what happened to you?" Mm-hmm. Are are you capable of speaking mm-hmm. currently? little a little Um, okay okay um, that's we can work with that mm, so in as few words as possible tell me what happened my doctor where you're 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 looking for your doctor do you have a doctor Mm -hmm, in this hospital mm -hmm. nodding emphatically Mm -hmm. can you can you tell me their name uh, um, Rabbit like looks very, very thoughtful. Like he's trying really hard to think of something. Mm-hmm. No, with me, with, with me, you, Doctor, <laughs> me. The so the the doctor who brought you in, we're still looking for. We don't. We they they left. They said they had other things that other patients they were taking care of. No. They were technically not on duty. No, so they they left the hospital. Mm. You if if they were the one treating you, that means your insurance is going to cover me working on you. Insurance? No. Yeah. Do you do you have insurance? No. Okay. You that's- rabbit like lifts like shakily lifts a finger. You and wags the finger side to side. No. Not me. No. Is there is there a reason that I because I'm the only doctor trained in this hospital to deal with magical injuries? Is is there a reason that I should not be the one to help you? Uh, Rabbit crosses arms again and says, "My doctor." Okay, I, I I'm sorry, but your doctor is not here. We don't know how to get a hold of your. We we could we could call. Uh, someone said, I think it was Dr. Banji. I, I could call them, but there there is no guarantee that they're going to be here. And it, it seems like you're in a lot of pain. So we need to help you. Okay. I, I wait. You'll wait. I wait. I think this is a manipulate someone rabbit. All right. So cool. you're trying, you're trying to convince them to call Dr. Banji and wait for that for him to arrive yeah i mean i don't necessarily want them to call but i'm trying i can't necessarily think of a way to dissuade them from it uh-huh it will definitely buy you time 
Yeah, so I think I think that is what I'm trying to do is trying to get them to 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 leave and call so I can have some time alone here. And I still have my phone on me, if I'm not mistaken. You I do. Have, I just can't. I'm obviously not going to pull it out in front of this doctor. But mm-hmm. um, okay, I'm going to roll manipulate someone. I don't think I really have a, a move for this. So hey, that's a twelve. Uh, twelve plus one okay. is thirteen. So on a ten plus, they'll do it for the reason that you gave them, and the reason being, I'm not going to cooperate unless they at least try. It seems like I, I should I should say this doctor's name is Roger Maricelli. Okay, it says Doctor Maricelli on their little lapel pin. They keep their hands raised and they say, "Okay, listen, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have the hospital call Doctor Banji, and hopefully we will get him into the hospital and he can come treat you. Is that okay?" Rabbit kind of slowly nods. I'm going to ask someone to go contact Dr. Banji, but given the condition of your of your uh, apparent distress, I am going to need to stay here while we wait for Dr. Banji. Is that all right? Mm. I wait. You wait. My doctor. Your doctor. Your doctor. I'm not I'm not going to do anything. We'll wait for yes. your doctor. Yes. Yes. Okay. They open the door and speak briefly to a to a nurse that is standing outside that is dressed in like full, you know, full like surgical gear basically in case there was some magical burn thing spreading. Mm-hmm. You hear them have a, a brief conversation and then the nurse runs off back towards the front of the hospital. And this doctor closes that door again and sits on, you know, a chair, basically in the opposite wall from you. I, I would like to try to talk to the doctor. And I think like Rabbit is going to like kind of hold eye contact for a while and very clearly like kind of in consternation. My name is Dr. Maricelli. Uh, what, what's your name? Doc, Dr. Maricelli has a badge too, right? Where I can like read yep. that mm-hmm. name. Rabbit kind of squints and says, I read and looks down at the badge. Doctor, doc, doc, right? Yeah, uh, it's you, Doctor Maricelli. Mm-hmm. You, mirror, mirrored, mirrored. Yes. Uh, well, I, I, I don't use the term myself, but yes, I, I am. What most people would consider a myriad, yes. Mm. They reach up and kind of tug on one of their horns, basically to demonstrate that it's not some sort of costume, mm-hmm. which is very very clearly a sort of rehearsed behavior to like indicate to people like, no, this is like, and this I'm, is I'm sure me. they've seen a lot of people who have had a lot of different reactions to those horns in here. Definitely. I, I, Rabbit is going to just point at themselves and say, not scared. Oh, thanks. I I appreciate that. And Rabbit kind of like gestures where the horns would be on his own head and like, you know, mimics touching them and and, and asks, you always? Yes, I I was I was born this way. Mm. Does mm, hurt you? Do the horns hurt me? Does you hurt you? Do I, does it hurt me to be like this? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's wonderful, actually. I, I'm pretty happy to be like this. Um, and it's, to be honest, opened up, 
quite a specific career field here. <laughs> yes. Are you human or are you uh, a myriad, as you said? Mm-hmm. Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know now. Don't know now because of, are, are you worried? Are you concerned that the burns have made you magical? Burns made me not me. Made you not you. Mm-hmm. Scared. Well, listen, you don't have anything to be afraid of here. Scared. I- rabbit, rabbit nods in, in denial of having nothing to be afraid of here. Very clearly something. I've uh, listen, whatever happened, whatever's going on here, I'm not gonna call the police. Promise. Promise. Points itself. Sheila. But Sheila. But face not. So your name is Sheila, but somehow the but the burns don't make you look like Sheila anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 Scared. Face danger. Face your face is dangerous? Because it's contagious? Mm-hmm. Not me. They kind of lean forward and they're like, could listen, I, I'm not gonna do anything, but c- could you unwrap the bandages so I could get a better look? Only you. Sure, only me. No, no other. See, promise. They they kind of gesture around and said, do you see anyone else here? I want to, before I do move forward, Rabbit is going to check in with his own, you know, his cells and everything and, and just check in on the malleability because definitely as he, he's probably been trying to turn back and realize he just has doesn't have control over his shape right now. Yeah. Is that still the case or is he starting to regain that? By this time you are starting to regain that but you are you're still ace for at least a couple more hours okay and then i want to get a read on if this person's being genuine with me which seems to be the case i don't know i think maybe i just need to make a gut decision because there's not really a good like insight role outside of knowing if people are lying to you which is not a move i have right now i mean there's a couple about. options if you want to try to figure out if this person is like hiding anything or being genuine with you or whatever, you could roll manipulate someone to make sure that they do the thing that they're doing. Or you could roll read a bad situation and ask if there are any dangers you haven't noticed or anything. I think that's kind of the way I want to go. Okay. And it's specifically on like their, their claims that like when they say they're not going to call the police, I want to know if hidden that is, but I will call the secret myriad kill you team, you know, or whatever. And I also want to see if they're going to like go run and grab somebody when they see Ace Aruna's face on me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read a bad situation on this doctor. Also, hi, Sam. That is an eight plus one again for nine. Okay. Hold one. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed vis-a-vis this doctor? Here's what I'll say. There are no dangers you haven't noticed with regards to what this doctor is telling you. Okay. The doctor is being genuine. They are not going to go get anyone. They're not going to call the police. They're not going to call some like secret myriad kill you force. Mm -hmm. None of that. Oh, that's a relief. However, rabbit, as you look at them, you see that one of their bottom eyelids is twitching a little bit. 
Oh. Okay. And it just it just strikes you as strange. I mean, it's definitely as though they are they are not in control of it. I think they reach up yeah. at one point and kind of like, you know, itch their eye or something and and you notice it as they pull away. Yeah. And I feel like from investing in the bodies, wasn't there something relating to the eye that Rabbit noticed? Or was it just that Rabbit noticed that there were a bunch of tiny holes or something? Well, the thing you saw in the body that was in the subway tunnels, the second body, there was one that you that was pulled out of the tunnels. That was the one that Nami touched. Mm-hmm. There was another one that y'all found deeper in the tunnels that appears to have been missed by the police right. and was the body that had its eyes exploded that was a thing about eyes and the 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 monster we're currently hunting correct cool rabbit is also going to position himself in a way where when he reveals like when he takes the wrapping off that he his face is not directed to a camera if there are cameras in here there are no cameras in here okay cool so rabbit like reaches up and he starts to kind of take it off and gets like a cheek uncovered and then he notices the thing on the eye and says what was it dr uh maricelli dr met dr um you eye hurt? No, it's just my eyes twitching. It's it's not a big deal. You subway? Uh, yeah, I, I use the subway sometimes, but not not today. I I drove this evening. I I how long? Uh, just just a moment. Sometimes my eye just twitches. It's not. I I promise it's nothing. Always. Yeah, I mean. Like, you know how sometimes your eyes just, there's a little muscle spasm or something within the the muscles of your eyelid? Yeah. Some people say it's a lack of magnesium or, you know, there's a couple different theories. But it's it's not dangerous, I promise. Well, me start, I hurt. Your eye started hurting? First. And then Rabbit is going to start taking the face covering off. More and more. As you pull these bandages away, you see their eyes go wide. Danger face. They very clearly recognize Ace. Oh. Not me. Not me. Start wrapping back up like as fast as I can. It's hey, hey, hey. It's okay. It's okay. Uh I can understand why that face would be dangerous. Yes. Trust I, hey, I, not. I, I believe you. I believe that you're not that person. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I mean, they deal with magical stuff. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, okay. And I'm telling the truth. So if they, you know, I'm, I'm not lying. And also Sheila, I, I pulled Sheila from, I had a, a little list of past uh, identities that Rabbit has used. Sheila is one of them. So that's also not really a lie. That's super interesting. Sheila is also the name of the ghost from the very first episode. Oh, oh that's, oh, is that why I wrote Sheila parentheses <laughs> dead? Yeah. It yeah. Is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and canonize that a little bit then. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, well, the other one yeah. is Maggie from season one. <laughs> we'll see if I actually pull that out, but that would be funny. It's in my pocket. That would be very funny. <laughs> Dr. Maricelli sits back down and says, um, okay, all right. That does make things more complicated, though. And as they sit back down, there's a knock at the door. 
No. And Dr. Maricelli kind of puts a hand up to you and walks over to the door and opens it. And you see that nurse that they sent to go find someone earlier. And the nurse says, there was no uh, reply from Dr. Banji. Um, I guess he's out on vacation. Dr. Maricelli kind of squints at her and says, well, um, keep, keep calling, I guess. And closes the door and turns back to you, Rabbit, and says, all right, be honest with me. That person who brought you in was not your doctor, was it? My doctor, yes. It wasn't. It wasn't. Rabbit is going to do his best to look just completely confused. Like, like if that, if that's, if this is some sort of ruse, he had nothing to do with it. This <laughs> okay. person, this person was helping him. Like, I don't know what to tell you. All this right. Person, and here's the thing: this person brought me into the hospital to help me with the medical situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to live that truth. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I think this is another manipulate someone. Yeah. God, I feel bad. <laughs> like, I, I like this doctor. Uh huh. I mean, I've never said that was Dr. Banji. That's my doctor, and I am standing by that. Okay. I will manipulate someone. I, I think, like, what I want Dr. Roger Maricelli to do is not necessarily to believe that that is, you know, Dr. Banji, mm-hmm. but that, like, that person was helping me. That person is my was my doctor and was, like, understands my situation was helping me. Like, that that person is not to be distrusted in regards to my situation, yeah. if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, and and I have no like I'm not holding anything about against that. Okay, that's fun. Well, that's fun. Four plus one is five. All right. Well, I'll start thinking about leveling up. <laughs> Doctor Maricelli, when they turn back to you and say that that wasn't your doctor, mm-hmm. you realize that something is subtly different about them. And as you look a little bit closer, Rabbit you realize that their eyes are super bloodshot, whereas a moment ago, they were not. Um, and they you... take a they take a step towards you and Stop. go, <gasps> no, and spit directly at you. Um, that spit lands on your face, rabbit, and you feel a little bit of it like in your mouth. I'm gonna, uh, so first I'll try to spit that out as fast as I can. Yeah. And then run to like, I assume there's like some little sink in here, at least the doctor like washed their hands and stuff. Yeah. And just like rinse my mouth out and try to spit like into the sink just over and over again and try to get whatever was in me out. We see as the camera a small black sliver make its way into the corner of Rabbit's mouth and disappear down their throat. And Dr. Maricelli says, oh my God, I don't, I didn't, that, you, I didn't mean to do that. Rabbit's going to start like advancing on the doctor. You did. I didn't, I, that, I don't, I have no but idea what just came it. over me. I am so sorry. I am you so sorry. sit and points at the bed. I, I, I'm going to, I, I think maybe. You danger. I think maybe I need it. I need to, uh, I've been working too long or I'm going to go get another doctor. And they, they open the door. I want to, when I go for the door, can I try to like using a little bit of gravity magic, just lock the door? Yeah, sure. This is is, is 
why? Why is why is I just like I cannot help but make reckless decisions in yeah. character. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna roll use magic, roll plus weird, which is a flat roll. Five plus five is ten! <laughs> and I wanna like I wanna fucking lock it, Sam. Yeah. yeah. So on a ten plus <laughs> No, this is bad. <laughs> with telekinesis you move what you want to move choose two options and mark one harm oh, so your options right. are something is held fast something is hurt something catches fire you can fling something bigger than a person you keep it basically under con- your control and you suffer one less harm I'm going to suffer one less harm and I'm gonna hold something I keep something where I want it okay great so you, you don't suffer any harm, which I think is the first time that we've seen Rabbit not suffer harm from doing gravity magic. I Probably, yeah. Which is cool. That feels like a cool progression. Of, it's also the first time I think he's done it as just like a, like a, like a do this now really quick. Yeah. Of a, oh fuck, oh fuck, hold on, give me a second. Also, I think it takes a lot of skill to direct the gravity that, that finely. Like you, mm-hmm. you locked a door. It wasn't like you, you know, slammed the door closed or whatever. You just clicked the lock, which is very like, yeah. feels like very, uh, it takes a lot of finesse. There's that, Sam and I, we've talked a lot about the Broken Earth trilogy as sort of inspiration, at least for some of like the magic in this and how it's treated. And like, there's a whole thing in that about how, cause the main magic in that is like earth magic. And yeah. it's like, yeah, moving yeah. a mountain is easy. It's moving a pebble that's hard, like mm-hmm. concentrating that, like that entropy or whatever there. So that's kind of what we're seeing here. So you flip that lock on the door. And Dr. Maricelli tries the the door handle, realizes it's locked, and then turns back to you and says, Hey, I... You are in danger. I need you to trust me. Please sit down. Something is happening in this city. I think so with that 10 plus I'm going to give this to you. Okay. And and your and your previous manipulate someone's yeah. I, this Dr. Maricelli steps back from the door. I think part of this is part of this is also a, just a little bit of fear. Like mm-hmm. they just saw you do this. They don't actually know what you are capable of. Yeah. So they they take a step back and sit down on that same chair that they were sitting on before. Okay, doctor, I'm not going to hurt you. I have stretched some truths and straight up changed some, but here's what is true, okay? I am not a threat to you. I am not Ace Aruna. And you, I believe, are in danger. And, And so am I, and so is this whole town if we don't figure this out, okay? I... I'm worried about your eye. How recently have you been near the subway tunnels? I, I told you it's it's been a couple of days since I was down in the subways at all. A couple of days. And how does that match up, Sam, with our timeline of of the hunt? Before. Because that first body was found like yesterday, right? Before, okay. Yeah. The last time Dr. Maricelli was in the tunnels was before any of the hunt stuff took place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, that could either mean this has been going on longer than I thought, or it's gone further than I thought, and you got it recently. But there's there's some creature, okay, haunting the tunnels down there. I'm, I'm part of a small group of investigators that has been trying to figure this out. 
I thought it was contained there, but it's possible you picked this up somewhere else. This I do think might be contagious. My burns are fabricated and will not be, but I do genuinely believe that you are going to want to quarantine yourself and monitor your symptoms. And if I could give you a number to contact me, if you notice anything, I think that would be wise. I know this is going to seem like a lot, especially considering how I came into this place, but I promise you, this is for your own good and all of ours. If you can cooperate with me on this, I think we can figure this out and maybe even use your expertise. I think this is I think this is one last manipulate someone here because this is a big yeah, ask. You absolutely. just you just all at once revealed that what got you in here and the way you've been talking to this doctor is a lie and told them that they are like somehow infected with something. And I mean, they're I think they're inclined to believe you that something just happened, mm-hmm. but to tie it to something broader, I think they need a little convincing. Cool. I would like to add just a little detail to that as well. If I can just like grab hold of a little bit of my um, shape-shifting nature, staying as ace, but could I, as I'm doing this and saying at the end, please, you can trust me, can I grow my horns back or at least part of them? I think that would be an unstable form roll. Unstable form? Okay, cool. You could do that for sure, but it, right. you, know, you would have to roll for it. Yeah. I'm trying to think if that is worth it, because then that's going to be two rolls. I mean, it. I like I'll it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you roll at least a seven to nine on unstable form, I will give you a plus one on your manipulate. Someone will. Sure. I think I'm going to do that, and if only because I like the narrative flair, and and of course, I, I won't say no to a plus one. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say, you can trust me, and I'm going to try to grow some horns uh lion is six six plus two is eight plus one is yeah plus one is nine okay on a seven to nine pick one option from the seven to nine list for they're all me the rest are false so those options are your appearance looks perfect your voice is exactly right you keep all your fluids in and you don't take any harm i think i'm gonna not take any harm Okay. And I'm going to grow horns. Maybe they look like rabbit's horns. Maybe they look more like this person, but like horns that like look genuine. It doesn't look like I'm making this up for the doctor, you know? Yeah. I think you you do this. The horns just don't grow very big. Like, mm-hmm. I think I imagine rabbit's crescent horns we've talked before. Like, yeah. you know, they're like fairly big. large. Yeah. I think the ones you grow, whereas rabbit's crescent horns maybe had the the like arc circumference of like a like a baseball or something mm-hmm. the ones you grow now have the arc circumference of like a golf, golf ball yeah that makes sense and bleeding a little bit from where they grow out too if that's cool for not keeping my fluids in just like yeah, bleeding I love that. over my eyes yeah. is it so <laughs> if you do that we're establishing that rabbit has blood which we have not established before. I think Rabbit can have blood. So like the way I think okay. about his shapeshifting is he is reworking his material components, which mm-hmm. can be reworked into blood and all the circulatory systems. Sure. Um, and I think when he is immortal, especially when he is immortal, like, you know, posing as immortal, especially when it is an accident, that's probably gonna happen. Okay, so I love that I don't that, think then. Rabbit normally has blood, but right now. Then those, those little horns push up out of your forehead blood kind of like running down your like cheekbones a little bit now mm-hmm. go ahead and give me that manipulate someone roll. all right gonna manipulate someone with a plus one and I have a plus one of charm so i need to roll at least a five for this to work at all and i rolled a seven plus two is nine on a seven and nine they'll do it but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it 
they say, tell me absolutely everything you know about this illness right now. If it's as dangerous as you say, and I have been exposed to it without even being in the subway tunnels, this thing could be anywhere and could be infecting dozens or hundreds of people. Yeah. Well, here's what I know. By my understanding, this thing has been, as I said, you know, uh, in, in, in the subways. I believe the police are looking into it. There have been at least two bodies down there, okay? I saw one where the eyes were just, like, gone, just, like, exploded through, okay? These tiny little black worm things. I forget what they're called. They've been here for a while, but they're this is bad. There's some sort of memory loss connected to them. I don't know if you've experienced that or not, Doctor. Honestly, that's, that's like, about what I can remember, but I... If I can trust you, which I feel that I hopefully can, I might be able to bring you to the rest of my team who can maybe help more. Because they've also been investigating and, to be honest, maybe investigating right now and they might have more information than I even have already, you know? But it does seem like this is some sort of parasite, maybe, that gets into us. Pretty worried it's in me now, based on our little interaction a moment ago. Um, Could be all over this hospital. I think the best thing to do, and Rabbit looks at the window, is for us to get out of here and somewhere safe, away from other people, and I can contact my team. What do you think, Doctor? Rabbit, first of all, I should say, memory loss is not a thing that you know that is a part of this thing yet. Okay, cool. Second we'll, of all, we'll scratch that, cut that. Yeah. As you talk, Dr. Maricelli's head starts to sink down to their chest as if they're like falling asleep. Uh, and you see their eyelids, top and bottom now, begin to ripple. Nami. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Nami. As you hang up your phone call, Elio walks out of the gym and spots you right as you hang up. Oh, um, are you sticking around for the meeting? Oh, not today. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, Akito uh, mentioned that he he knew you. Yeah. Yes. You're you're welcome to um to come back anytime. We're we're just we're just chatting. Um. Oh. It's no, not a, not a, not a pressure thing. But uh, you're, you're welcome back here if you, if you'd ever like to come. Well, that's, that's very sweet of you, and I will definitely take you up on that offer. Oh, all right. Um, okay. Elio like starts to turn to leave, and then turns back towards you and says, "Did Rabbit ever um, figure out the whole deal with the sleep paralysis thing?" I think we we did. Why? Well, no, I, I I'm just curious. There was um there was someone asking around about that. Oh, who? Uh guy, older older guy. Older guy. What do you look like? He's a uh, white man, um uh, tallish. He's wearing like a fishing vest. Fishing vest. That's weird. Yeah, I just you know, um, not that we don't, <laughs> not not that I'm not willing to, uh, you know, chat chat with anybody about anything. But uh, you said so. You said it it got wrapped up. Whatever was going on is. Yeah, it was like a crazy, uh, like demon thing. A demon thing. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I don't know, you know. It worked out, I think. I mean, my friends were pretty hurt. Rabbit was really hurt. But, you know, everything's okay now. Are y'all... Why were you... Interested in... I I, I mean... Elio, Elio, like, looks at you, like, confused. Like, he's, like, searching his own memories. And says... What what was it that made you think I was involved in that? Oh, because it seemed like people from the Myriad support group were being targeted. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Interesting. Why? No, I just, I was having trouble remembering. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, um. Okay, anyway, Nami, uh, I, I hope you have a good rest of your evening. And uh, You too. I will, um, we'll, so we'll catch you next time. That magic trick, still waiting for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, All right. You have a nice one. You too. Uh, and he, he walks back in and kind of closes the door behind him. And Nami, you, you wait for this bus and hop aboard along with a couple of other people headed into the city. And by the time you arrive... Kelly, where have you been hanging out? Um, I think I have to be like in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you text Nami to be like, hey, I'm I'm in the dumpster? I uh, yeah, I think I, I I think as soon as I got like out of sight mm-hmm. of and I and I didn't feel like someone was like coming to look for me, mm-hmm. I ditched the clothes. I'm back to just wearing Ace's clothes and I I texted Nami and was like, hey, things, you know, uh, didn't go quite according to plan. Uh, Rabbit and I got separated. Rabbit's inside doing some reconnaissance. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a dumpster out back. And Nami, I think the next shot we see is Nami lifting the lid of that dumpster and peering in at Kelly. A dumpster? Really? Oh, wait, that, I, wait, where else was I going to go? I, okay, I don't know. Down the street. Down the street? Like away from the location? I took a 101 alleyway. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe getting some distance actually would have been. <laughs> wow. I just, I wanted to be nearby in case like Rabbit got out and, and stuff. Um, I also uh-huh. texted Rabbit that I was in the dumpster. I'm going to text Rabbit again right now. Hold on. Okay. Oh, wait. I should be. What, what if they have Rabbit's phone? Oh, that's true. That might be a problem. Um, hold on. I got it. Sorry about the burns. <laughs> if you're done being, you know, in the hospital, I just want you to know that we are also, uh, we're going to be in the, and quotes, waiting room, end quotes. Send. Okay, took care of that. Uh, so, Nami. You got an idea yeah. for getting inside and going to the morgue? Because we got to check out that body. I, um, I'm not really good at that kind of stuff. That's like more of your thing. Making the plans? Listen, Nami, I also thought making the plans was my thing, but lately I do not think it is. Okay. Um, you, I'm sure you got something up there in that divine noggin of yours. Come on. Let's pull it out. Yeah. Okay, um, 
Well, why don't we... Is there a door to the morgue? A morgue door? A morgue door. Where they have to wheel the bodies out somehow. One does not simply just walk into a morgue door. Come on. Don't put that that in the episode, Sam. That's going in the episode. (laughs) Sam, no. That is going in the episode. (laughs) No, I I regret saying that. Um, Okay. Is there? All right. All right. uh, Let's jump cut. Is there a morgue door? (laughs) There is a door to the morgue inside the hospital. Okay. Uh, But to get there. But not an exterior. Actually, hmm. You know what there probably, probably is. Morgue door. You know what there yeah. probably is. There is probably a loading door, like a like a door where a hearse could pull up right. and take the body yeah. from the morgue, a hearse or an ambulance. So let's go to that like basically loading door. Mm-hmm. As we're on the way there, I want to I want to see if there are any like cameras. A hundred percent, there are cameras on the outside of the building. Okay, mm-hmm. then what, Nami is not uh, inconspicuous. <laughs> So no. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, hey Nami, can you make us invisible? Um, is that I've a never thing tried. you can do? I could try. This is, you asked the exact same question last episode, <laughs> <laughs> and Nami gave the exact same response. Because <laughs> 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 she doesn't. <laughs> I okay, okay, okay. What we could do, because, like, I know you think it's cool that I can use magic because you can't use magic and everything. But, that's like, not, we didn't, if I, that's not why I think it's cool. I just think it's cool that you could do magic. I mean, right. okay. I, it's quite, it's pretty novel to me, I suppose, because I can't. But, like, it's still. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, like, it's, like, it's cool or whatever. But, like, if you, like, compare me to, like, I don't know, like, like freaking um akito right he's way better with magic than i am and i'm just like i'm okay at it i'm sorry who's akito that's my that's my lover from the oh garden. my god yeah that's right okay sorry yeah the lover <laughs> that's right yeah like, yes why do you get weird when i say that <laughs> when you say lover yeah she's not something i'm used to hearing i guess what would be better no you can say well you can say, like my ex my ex because it because you're not still together, right? Yeah. Oh, so I lover's fine. Yeah. Ex lover, if you want to still say it. Um, ex lover, yes, my ex lover. I love the idea that this conversation is taking place just standing next to these big doors, these big like swinging doors into the morgue. Well, it's like ju- just out of sight of like a camera angle. Yeah. Like if yeah, we see yeah. a camera, we're like a- off to the side. Okay. Oh, all right. So are you trying to tell me that like just because somebody else might be better at doing magic than you are, that you shouldn't use magic to do stuff? I'm just saying, like, when we had to leave the weird demon cave, it, like, almost, like, killed everyone. And so I just want to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you know what I remember about that situation, Nami? Ah. Uh, I remember you saving all of us. Oh. Okay. From stuff falling and crushing us to death. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I ended up in, like, Simon Pip's house, but, you know... And you ended up in, like, the jail cell and and everything, but, like, we were alive. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe, okay, okay. So what if, what if I did do magic stuff, but not invisibility, right? What if I did something else? 
Oh, not to us. Like, can you just like disable the cameras? Maybe, maybe I can. Oh, oh, you know, it'd be fun. I could think of a lot of things that would be fun to use magic for. I mean, I do. I do think it's pretty cool. So, yeah, what's up? I think. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay I have okay. to think about it. I really have to think about it. Okay. It's like you're you're focusing. You you're harnessing. What if I just threw your, my sword at it? You're mo- <laughs> at the camera. Yeah. What if you just threw your sword at it? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> and, right. And you seem extremely good with your sword so i'm good with my sword for sure now are you just doing this because you're worried you would screw up a different kind of magic yeah and so you you, you're taking the easy way out by just throwing your sword at it yeah i respect that i respect that okay i'm gonna pull my sword out from uh, my little pocket dimension (laughs) okay i i (laughs) guess this is a i (laughs) I don't think say it, Sam. It's a kick some ass roll. I think it is re- a kick some ass roll. <laughs> I don't know necessarily how this thing could inflict harm on you. Right. You don't have to <laughs> inflict harm. That's true. But then I feel like it's not a roll. You see what I mean? Like I feel like if there are no con- if there are no consequences, the consequences to- don't have to be. Well, do you think that? What if this is? What if it's like act under pressure, but you get to use tough? Here's what I think it is. I think Nami can just do this. Okay. I think you need to make an act under pressure roll to not be seen doing this. Okay. Like, I think naturally, Nami could just throw, she's good enough with her sword to be able to just disable this camera. And someone is going to be so confused in the security team for this hospital. <laughs> I rolled a nine, but I have a plus one, so it's a 10. Great, okay. With a 10, Nami, you you heave your sword at this camera. The sword arcs up perfectly, swings, the blade swings down, chops straight through the mounting of it where it's mounted to the wall and through the wiring. And it clatters to the ground and explodes into a bunch of little plastic pieces. And then you take one step forward and catch your sword perfectly by the hilt. Cool. <laughs> wow. Okay, now you you've done that. Now, leave this next part to me. Okay. Sam, I'd like to break into a secure location. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Give me a roll. Oh, here we go. Yay. That's going to be a 10. A 10. Okay. Which one are you not doing? Let's go with the classic. Let's go with the fucking burger with cheese, baby. Mm -hmm. So you're making a mess? I'm making a mess. <laughs> All right, Kelly. But we are getting in. Let's undetected. let's talk We're about. We're gonna get out undetected. <laughs> let's talk about how you make a mess here. Can I just kick the door open? <laughs> I don't think that's enough of a some, mess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay. Kelly, you and Nami sneak carefully into this these set of back doors leading down to the morgue. You find the, the main entrance down a long fluorescent lit hallway and pick a lock into the main morgue itself. But the lights are off. And as you are searching around for the light switches on one side, you push something on accident off of a shelf and it shatters on the floor. And then you flick the lights on and see that there is a 
a couple of quarts of blood now just splattered across the floor and your boots and all the equipment in here. Can you use your sword to clean that up? No. <laughs> what, what about your, anything else? Like, you know what? We don't have a whole lot of time. Let's just, let's just step around <laughs> it. Yeah, just a little. Boop. All right, we got to find the body from the other night. The body. Yeah, we're looking for the one that you touched. So, Kelly, you start pulling open these uh, these things here. Why don't you roll... Investigate a mystery or read a bad situation? I think uh, here's well, what it is. I think you, you walk over to those big refrigerated... Um, uh, what are those called? Those have a name, right? Yeah, I the, don't know. The like coolers or whatever that I there's some yeah, and I they we really have none of us can think of the names for things. None of us know anything about the medical Lab sciences. Coat, refrigerator. <laughs> you you open those big stainless steel doors and begin peeking inside along with Nami, trying to find the body that she that she saw last night. And eventually, after a couple of failures, you open one, and Nami, you recognize the body. In the darkness, you can see those strange little protrusions sticking out of the body. Some have clearly been removed, like have been have been plucked out. And you pull the body out of this refrigeration chamber, and now it's investigative mystery time. Cool. Oh my God, 12? 12, okay. Two questions, Kelly. Nice. I mean, we can, uh, the investigative mister, so what happened here with sort of creatures? What could it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? So, I mean, what is being concealed here feels like the easiest, but I'm kind of interested in what can it do? I feel like, I mean, like if we can get the information of like what, what, I, what sort of creature is it and what can it do? I, I kind of want to do those two. How do you feel? Interesting. S- like Samdar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think those are good. Or or where did it go? I mean, we have one of the worms. It's true. We have one of the... I and I, Rabbit asked this question last time of the other body and got the answer that Benson left the tunnel. Yes, right. Oh, interesting. So I think we should... If we can, I want to do what sort of creature is it and what can it do? If if that so we like pull the slab thingy out from the refrigerator, like, you know, cuz it's on like the wheelie things or whatever. Yeah. And we pull it out and we're like inspecting it. So, the first thing I'm going to say is what sort of creature is it? This is a very interesting question for you specifically to ask, Kelly. Because as you begin examining the body, you begin to realize that there is a ghost here. What? <laughs> oh, like I can see the ghost of this. Oh, there's probably a lot of ghosts here. Maybe. There's at least one. I can see the ghost of this dude, this person. You can see a ghost that is like, basically it appears to be kind of, it's strange, Kelly. As you tune into this new site that Nami gave you, you can see this ghost attached somehow to the body and like portions of the ghostly like visage are pulled to those little protrusions. It is as though those little protrusions have their own gravity and they are pulling the matter of this ghost towards each little one of them. 
So as far as what sort of creature is it, it's a ghost. There is a ghost here. That is not necessarily what the worm is because there is no sign of any of the worms on this person. I see. Uh, what was your second question? Then I do want to know um, what can it do? And and that is like, in if, if possible, in reference to the worm thing. Yeah. I mean, can I talk to the, can I ask the ghost what happened to it? You can certainly try. Because I, I get to hold. I mean, if I can just be like, if the what can it do can be in in the question of me asking the ghost, if this is even possible, I'm, I'm just going to be like, hey, Nami, I think I see a ghost. You know how I, you made me see ghosts and like, yeah, I think I'm actually seeing a ghost right now. Oh, and it's uh, it's this person. Hey, um, you had some worms inside of you. Sorry. You, and you you dead now? Can can you understand me? Can you hear me? Do you do you know what happened to you? Kelly, the form of this ghost, you see it pull against these little things. And in the the little wounds where you can tell that they've been removed, it manages to like push outward a little bit and you can see that it is kind of like trying to reach towards you and you hear extremely faintly a voice say pulled home gone pulled pulled home gone pulled home gone ah uh, like you were pulled, like the the creatures, whatever the worms were, were pulled home and they're gone now. Not my body. This this body isn't yours. So you're are you a ghost from a different body? Yes. Wait, so did the worms lock you into this body? Stones. Um, I'm going to like scope out for like a scalpel or something. Yeah, there's one here. I'm just going to like grab it. I'm going to look at Nami. Um... I'm going to I'm going to get these protrusion thingies. I'm going to take a look at those. Are you good? Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Keep keep an eye out. Make sure like nobody is coming by, I suppose. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh and I'm going to I'm going to do what everyone knows I'm about to do. <laughs> mhm. Um Kelly, you you open up a few of these protrusions. So throughout this body, you can see there are these, these, like I said, these little gray protrusions. Some of them are beneath the skin. Some of them are, are seem to be embedded like halfway in and halfway out. So they are kind of poking out as the skin is kind of like puckered around them. Uh, and you cut into this body and begin to pull these things out. And I need you 
to roll me a sharp check. Okay. Um, six. Nami, would you like to help out here? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can help out. Okay. Oh, okay. Give me a roll. God, that's an action. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-oh. Six. Uh-oh. Oh, Mark gosh. experience, both of you. Oh, oh shit. <sighs> this is mission failure, yeah. everyone. I mean, Nami, you have no idea what these things are. Kelly, here's the failure I'm going to give you. You know exactly what these things are. I, I, I will tell you as the GM, this is true information that you know. Because Kelly, you were raised in Norfolk as a kid. And uh -huh. you occasionally dug through the soil as kids do and found one of these one time. And you went and showed your parents and they said, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a fog petal. It is a thin piece of crystal shaped like the petal of a flower that winds up in Norfolk, that is like native to Norfolk and other areas of the world. But like this area of Norfolk is a place where they are fairly common. Back when the mine existed in town, they were excavating those as a part of whatever mining operation they were and like selling them to tourists because they were kind of, they're cool looking. And they, they became known as fog petals. And they are embedded all the way through this person, including as you pull one free and get to look a little bit deeper through their bone. Whoa. The result of the failure is that you hear the door behind you just softly push open and you see Simon Pip. <sighs> And Simon has one hand like towards what is very clearly a gun at his waist. And he says to you both, huh, why don't you two take a seat? Hi, everybody. Sorry to pull you away from uh, some tense cliffhangers there, but... I just wanted to step in and say thank you so much for listening to Pest Control. We are a small indie podcast that is nothing without a bunch of individual listeners all telling people they know and helping to spread the word. So if you're one of those people, thank you. Thank you so much. If you're just checking out the show, first of all, interesting episode to come in on. Uh, I would go back and listen to at least the rest of season two and probably season one at this point. But thank you so much for checking out the show. It means a lot to us. We put a lot of time and effort and love into each episode. We've talked before about how, you know, after the episode is done recording, I spent multiple hours editing and then it goes to William for multiple hours of mixing sound design and uh, music from Jonas and William. So, you know, this this is kind of a, a labor of love here. And we really appreciate anyone that is checking us out and helping to spread the word. If you want to do something a little bit extra, you can always leave us a kind review on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, there's Apple, there's Spotify, there's tons of great ones. Your podcatcher probably has their own. 
the more good reviews that are out there for us, the more we are kind of bumped in the algorithm. And thus, the more people can find us that way. So if you're doing that, thank you. If you haven't yet, consider it. If you want to hear more of us, we are on Twitter at Pest Control Pod, on co-host and Tumblr at Pest Control, and on Discord, where there is an invite link in the episode description. There's been a lot of great conversations happening on that Discord lately, so if you're interested in coming to talk about the latest episode or wherever you're catching up from with other fans, that would be a good place to look. That's all for me. The next episode of Pest Control will be coming out June 11th. We'll see you then. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Dr. Maricelli's eyelids have begun to ripple. They're pulsing underneath the skin. Tentatively, like a snake's tongue, thin white tendrils begin to emerge from around their eyes, causing their eyes to bulge as they lift their head to stare back at you. The tentacles swirl in the air, almost as if tasting it. And then, Dr. Maricelli's voice says, Let's keep this conversation brief. If I stay in him very long, he will die. Can you understand me? Oh yes, I can understand you. Can the doctor hear me right now? The doctor's not here. It's just you and I. Okay, um... Their eyes are getting redder and redder. Oh, you see a blood vessel burst in one of their eyes. Chill, 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 chill. We don't want to hurt hurt the doctor yet, okay? How can I Listen help you? Listen to what me you want? Okay. very closely. Yes. If you want this person to live, you will drop this. You will drop this investigation. You will go back to your life. Can I... I'm in you now, rabbit. And if I want to, I can do the same thing that you saw in the tunnels to you. Is that understood? Rabbit nods. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a couple of clarifying questions? The longer I'm here, the more Dr. Maricelli is harmed. So here's here's the thing. I'm yeah. going to set this up. This is okay. going to be a mechanic. Okay, okay. Yeah. For every question that you ask Dr. Maricelli, and I will you can ask as many as you like, but for every question that you ask, Dr. Maricelli is going to take two harm. Oh god. Yeah, Rabbit says, "Where Okay. Okay. Please Please go, please go, and and be good, okay? The tendrils withdraw back under the eyelids, and you see that Dr. Maricelli's eyes go from like bloodshot and red back to their normal white as their head kind of sinks down again. And they, they blink and raise their head and say, what, what, did I fall asleep? 
<sighs> yeah, I guess so. I think it must be uh, something about the whole thing we were talking about. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Just try to keep yourself safe, okay? I think I'm feeling better. I'm gonna head on home, okay? That's, that's- But wait, should I still quarantine? Doctor, um, yes. Yes. Probably. You should probably, you should probably go home as well. In fact, if you, if you wouldn't mind, um, I'm gonna head home, rest and recover. I'm okay, I just need some time. You need some time. Do you mind getting me out of here to the front door and then get yourself to a safe place away from people for a while? Can you do that? Well, if if I'm infected and you're infected, we both need to quarantine, right? Yes, yes, I'll be I'll be quarantining at home. I, I can't I can't really talk about this anymore. I, I'm sorry, it's it's been a long, a long day. Alright, I'm gonna let this ride here. I'm gonna let this ride. They say, Okay, follow me. And they can you unlock the door? Yeah, yeah, and Rabbit reaches with his hand and just manually unlocks the door. Okay. Oh, I thought you, I thought it was, anyway. And Dr. Maricelli opens the door and escorts you out of the hospital. Cool. And on the way, could Rabbit have been texting on his phone? Yeah, you look and realize you have a couple of texts from Kelly. Okay. uh, Including one that basically says... Sorry about the burns. We'll be waiting in the, quote, waiting room when you're done in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Kelly and Nami are not in the waiting room, by the way. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about taking a a moment earlier to text, like, family or something, but I didn't have not taken that moment. Uh Uh-huh. Which I think was the idea right now. Yeah. Does Dr. Maricelli seem inclined? Because they had mentioned, like, we both need to quarantine. It sounded like they were hinting at us quarantining together. Does that seem like what they're inclined to suggest? They're going to go quarantine in the hospital. Okay. Like their their plan is to go back inside and be like, something's wrong with me. I need to like I, I need to be put in quarantine. Okay, cool. That seems good then. I am gonna shoot a quick text to Wolf, to Meg Wolf Moon. Okay. And this is something I imagine Rabbit has been in the hospital under different personas and had to like kind of discreetly escape before. Mm-hmm. So in in my mind, there's like a parking spot in the hospital parking lot nearest to like a bush Rabbit can hide behind. Mm-hmm. 12A or something, spot 12A. So he's gonna text Meg 12A and she'll know what that means, which is she or someone in the family who can is gonna come pick Rabbit up as soon as possible. Okay. Oh God, but the thing, but the thing is contagious. But, but I'm gonna cooperate with it. Rabbit thinks better of that. <laughs> um, he types out the text 12A and deletes it. And he's going to then text Kelly without looking at his phone. So mm-hmm. this might have some typos in it. I'm going to text Kelly and say, something happened, can't help anymore, can't talk about it, love you, trust you, see you soon. Holy shit. Okay. Because I, I, I feel like, I mean, I was told to drop it. And if I don't, I just need to be out of the investigation is what it feels like right now. And I, yeah, I mean, oh God, no, I should, I should share the information I have. Cause I'm, cause I'm thinking like by not looking at the text, my hope is that the creature doesn't know what I'm doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which might not be true, but I'm just, you know, thinking about what, what Rabbit would, would know and believe. Like, I don't, you know, player me doesn't want to drop the investigation, doesn't want to stay out of it, and doesn't intend to. But I don't see Rabbit endangering himself or this doctor right now. So, so let's, talk, yeah. let's talk through this. Yeah. Rabbit believes that he, that, that he is infected with something, right? Mm-hmm. And that 
if he continues to help with the investigation while he's infected, that this creature will know and thus mm-hmm. like kill somebody or or something mm-hmm. along those lines, right? Right. So exactly. it seems like Rabbit's investigation would then turn to how can I no longer be infected? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, I got to get this thing like out of me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be like, okay, and now the mystery's yeah, over. So, like, rather yeah, than sit out. The big thing I want to do is get get across is like, I think when I am verbally talking like to Kelly and Nami, I'm going to have to be very coy. Mm-hmm. Like, in the same way that like Kelly was with Butch a few episodes ago, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think what the text to Kelly. So Rabbit's going to take out his phone think better of calling his family to pick him up and is going to text Kelly and say, without looking at his phone, so there's probably some typos, hey, the thing is in me. It's in my doctor too. It told me to stop investigating. I need it out. I'm going home with a capital H which Kelly will recognize means our like usual meetup uh, abandoned building. I will not speak of this because of creature or maybe it says feature. (laughs) Maybe it auto corrects to feature. (laughs) So I think what we should do here then is have you make a role. Okay. I think there should be a role about whether, whether this is hidden information. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So I think this is probably act under pressure. I think that makes sense. Seven plus one for eight. You didn't text Kelly. No! (laughs) Who else did you text? It wasn't Kelly and it wasn't Nami. Who did you text? Elio. Elio. Love it. I I typed in Ellie instead. Yeah. (laughs) Like E-L. I missed the K and then clicked the first name that looked familiar to me. Yep. I absolutely love that. Okay. So Elio gets that. Text. <laughs> and it did start with, I get started with, hey, hey Kelly, if I remember uh-huh. right. So, yep. Um, <laughs> great. Kelly and Nami. Yes. We come back to you. Uh, Simon Pip has not drawn his gun, but he is like basically hand on the, the belt where it's at. Prepared if y'all try anything. And I, I feel like I'm facing away from Simon. I just like, I heard the noise. I heard him talk. I know who, what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still have my hood up. The, mm-hmm. the ace, the ace hood, hood is up. Cause like, yeah, you're right. The only time Simon has ever seen me is as the cryptid or like with the doctor mm-hmm. garb on. Yep. So I'm kind of trying to keep that going. He says, You got to be more careful next time. It was pretty easy to follow the mess you made. I, uh, wanted you to find me. No, you didn't. Sit down. I I did. I wanted, I was, I saw you in the, I saw you in the waiting room and I, I wanted you to come on down. Why don't you turn around and face me then? I think I'll, I think I will have a seat, actually. <laughs> and you, and he gestures at Nami, keep your sword and your fists away from me. As long as you keep the gun in your side. 
It'll stay there as long as we're just having a conversation. Okay. Kelly reaches back, like, without looking, like, kind of, like, glancing a little bit, like, trying to find a chair. <laughs> like, thumb. <laughs> there's, I don't know. He said sit down. I don't know that there's any chairs in this room. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe, I mean, maybe there's one office chair. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's, like, a little desk in an office chair. Yeah, for sure. So, like, it's, like, not very sly, just, mm-hmm. like, feeling around like getting it like and then pulling it over and just kelly's gonna sit down in it backwards okay like facing now we will just sit on the desk okay okay all right i have a couple of questions i need answers to yep i figured it out that thing was a gateway demon it somehow was tracking a, a group called the, the Myriad Support Group that meets at Wilson Dillard High. The only problem with that, and I've seen my fair share of demons and cryptids and ghosts and monsters, is that there shouldn't be demons anymore. Um, wait, so, sorry, what? I was a part of a group that defeated the Grand Demon. And when we did, we sealed demons away permanently. So I want to know how there is a gateway demon running around. Um... I don't know how to tell you this, but I literally know two other demons. Two other demons? Yeah. Who? Where? Uh, That's confidential information. I don't think you have a lot of leverage here. Well, what's to say I'm not just going to lie to you? He turns to you, Nami. Hi. Are you one of them? A demon? No, I don't think so. What about your, and he gestures to you, Kelly. What about your twin? A doppelganger? A demon? My twin? Rabbit was you. That's right. (laughs) The last time that Simon Pip saw them. Oh no, that's just literally my twin. I'm a twin. Listen, Mm -hmm. if somehow the Grand Demon has made it back to Earth, we are all in danger. We should be working together here. I can tell that for whatever faults you all might have, and however much conflict we've been in before, that you care about doing what's right. I do too. So tell me what you know so that we can work together. What if I told you that I'm friends with a demon? How would that make you feel? It would tell me. It would tell me that what we tried wasn't permanent. And I would tell you not to trust a demon. 
Okay. So? I think we can work together in some capacity. But you have to tell us your stuff, too. That has to be a a two-way street. I want to know what you did to seal these demons away so that we can check and see why they aren't sealed anymore. All right. I'm an open book. We found... We selected a chosen one. He was trained to be ready by one of the preeminent monster hunters from our our order. And we aided him in a final confrontation with the Grand Demon. And when he killed it, he pierced it through the heart with a sword. A sword, a pure weapon. A thing that was designed to destroy the creature for good and thus prevent it from opening additional portals to our world. Where'd you get the weapon from? We made it. From what? A lot of things. He kind of looks at you, Nami, like he's not sure if what he's about to say is going to go over well. And he says bones of some things. Bones of what? Some creatures. Open book my ass. I would prefer not to have to draw this weapon, and I'm afraid if I say how the sword was created, that I will have to. Did you kill whatever you got the bones from? That is the only way to get bones out of something. Interesting. Do tell, what was it from? We killed an angel. And we killed a leviathan. Y'all were killing angels and leviathans? And then you made a weapon and killed the grand demon with it? It sounds like you were some serious people. I don't know. Was this an organization or is this just like a little group that you put together? This was an organization at one point. Those of us that were a part of it were united in our effort to prevent the Grand Demon from continuing to influence our world. But it took a long time a long time and we were so focused on our mission that we didn't notice our dwindling numbers and we didn't bother to train anyone to take our places martin graves was the last of us martin wait why is that familiar to me you may have heard about him on the news he stopped fate too or help stop it with Keeley. Oh, right. You worked with that, Martin? Our order trained him. Wait, I'm... Just so I'm clear, this is, is this is the same Martin, like, with Keeley, who, like, sacrificed himself and saved pretty much the whole world? 
But hadn't he already done his chosen thing? He did. He fought the Grand Demon. He, did, he had two things to do? He only had the one. That was all that was written in the prophecy. He chose to do the other. We attempted to give him normal life after the end of the order. There was a... We were planning to return him to his family, but there were complications along the way. I'm so glad I didn't kill you. I'm glad you didn't kill me either. Ah, okay. And I really do apologize for shoving you in a suitcase. I'm still dealing with the consequences of that, but I understand. You assumed that we were enemies, I shot at you. It can be water under the bridge if you tell me who this demon is. Counter. It can be water under the bridge, hopefully, if you join us and become very quickly super cool with at least one very specific demon. I fought for 40 years to see demons banished from this world. But in the last few years, I recognize that I've made some mistakes in my life. I'm willing to give someone a chance, but I need you to understand that the demons that I have talked to, the ones, the ones that I have found myself at the other end of a sword from, they are liars and deceivers. They will attempt to turn anything to their favor. They will attempt to bring about their own ends, regardless of the consequences to you or to humanity as a whole. It is going to take me some time to learn to trust a demon. Well, from all those descriptors you just gave, doesn't sound like demons are too different than humans from what I've observed. What are you? Hmm? What are you? I'm an agent of Tranja. Tranja, is that the, that's the, the, the goddess. You're the Cupid animal. You're, you're the Cupid story. Right. Oh, Cupid? Huh? Yeah, kinda. Lo- that's why you're saying lovers. That's why yeah. you're cute. That, that makes so much more mm. sense now. I thought you were all babies. Well, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Simon. So here's what we're going to do moving forward. You're going to unlearn the 40 years of trauma that you have dealing with and uh, you're going to do it fast because our our comrade and best friend is the demon that we're talking about and also is extremely powerful but so sweet and so nice so that's just going to be something you're going to have to deal with if we're going to be working together I mean all, all of us for the past few years have been needing to learn and relearn and change a lot of the things that we felt about the world <laughs> And I encourage you to do it quickly because obviously 
you know, with demons being out and the thing that you did to seal them not being set any longer, growth and moving forward seems like the best plan of action because the demons appear to be doing that themselves. So let's take allies where we can get them. And I guess that means you. I hope that's true. I hope that if demons can change, so can I. Listen, I trust my friend a hell of a lot more than I trust you. Tell me everything about the gateway demon. Everything you know. And I'm not not fully turning around, but just like glancing like a little bit profile with the hood still like covering my face. I want I want to like like mark Nami here. Mm-hmm. And just like a look of like, should we do this? Um, Nami nods at you. Okay. Kelly pulls the hood down and turns around. So here's everything we know. You're smaller than I thought you were. Oh, come on. (laughs) Simon says, the next shift at the morgue is about to begin. I keep track of these things. We need to go. And the three of you exit the morgue back the way you came. And the camera lingers for just a second on that ghost trapped within the body of the person found on the subway platform and reaching one last time for you, Kelly.